The NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. Ross, we're brought to you by PropSwap. America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. We're also brought to you by PricePix. PricePix is DFS simplified. Head over to PricePix.com and use promo code SGP for a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Ross were brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social media betting revolution at SoBet.io. That's SoBet.io. Ross were brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the head-to-head matchups. Download the app today and just head over to BetterFantasy.com SGPN. That's BetterFantasy.com SGPN. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome everyone to the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Wednesday, November 24th, 1036 on the East Coast. And joining me to break down a huge NBA schedule tonight, 13 games. The man that hit his 4-1 to dog on the Monday podcast, my esteemed... Co-host Terrell Furman Jr. Terrell, how you feeling, my man? Villain Rail. Villain Rail is in full effect. He is still rolling. They thought that he was done. He is still rolling into the next week. I told you. It was just, it was, okay, for one, that was way too many points to give the Jazz. This is not the Jazz of yesteryear. This is not the Jazz of yesteryear. They're not going to come out here and cover every spread, no matter what you make the number. So that was first, that was just way too many points. And the Grizzlies fought. They fought. Desmond Bain had a big game. Jaron Jackson Jr. had a big game. John Morant had a big game. Like it was exactly, it was exactly how it was drawn up. They did did exactly what they needed to do to go get a win. And that's what makes this Grizzlies team scary. Like the fact yeah. that they can go, they can go. I truly believe the Grizzlies can go into any game and beat anybody on the Western Conference. Every single team. I think they can go against every single team and beat any team on any given night. However, it's just all the games with these uh, minuscule teams that they should just be rolling out the water. They're giving a lot of those games up, and that's that's why they be sitting there at seven, eight seed every year. Yeah, like this this Grizzlies team can be a four or five seed in the West easily if they just get their shit together. Yeah, defensively, I mean they're struggling. You know that's not that's not a secret right now for the Grizzlies, but offensively, I like figure, right. I mean, they have all the offensive guys uh, that can at all three levels, right. They have guys that can score inside the paint. They have shooters on this team. They just need to get it together on the defensive side of the basketball. And I think that they can easily, like you said, Terrell, that they can be a top four, top five seed in the Western conference. But yeah, man, congrats on that four to one dog. Hopefully we can continue that um, tonight in this 13 game schedule Uh, quickly. Anything that stood out to you yesterday? I know we saw the uh, 
Paul George three point um three point shot that he hit. Yeah. It's in yeah. overtime, but Clippers didn't do anything in overtime, man. <laughs> they scored yeah, what, yeah. one yeah. point. Yeah, if I was and that one point was on uh was it a, it was like a technical foul or something like that. I think it was I like think yeah. Yeah, I think it was like a technical foul or something like that that they got. It was from the free throw line. Like they got that one point, like a technical foul. And if they didn't get that tech, then they they wouldn't have even scored that point. So yeah, it was a technical um, foul on uh, Porzingis. Yeah, so that's that's ridiculous, yo. Complete shutout by the Mavs. Exactly how we drew it up. Mavs plus uh, Mavs plus two. I was on that yesterday. I knew they uh, knew that would be a good bounce back game for them. Yeah, coming back. Yeah. Um, uh, looking at, well, yesterday, yeah, the Heat, man, the Heat are just the Heat on the road. They just uh, these big numbers, like they keep giving the Heat these big numbers on the road, and they just don't cover them. That's another another large number that they didn't cover on the road. And this one against the Detroit Pistons, where everybody thought they were cover. I was on the Pistons, and you know, yeah. I, I just faded the Heat on the road. Like ultimately, that's what it is, and that's that's a trend. Like Hakeem talked about it when he was here. Yeah, that's a trend. Like the Heat are not going to cover these big numbers on the road. Yeah, you're right. I fell for that trap yesterday. Um, you know, it, it, it's almost like it's a one or two points away higher than the spread should be for these Miami Heat uh, yep. road games. And I think that's exactly what it was, or that's been happening over the course of the season so far. Like they won the game by eight, but spread was nine and a half. So um, that was one point. Um, Portland at home, Terrell. I mean, they're, it seems like they figured out, at least at home, blew out the. Uh, Denver Nuggets yesterday again. That's that is without the Joker, but right now the Portland Trailblazers uh, nine and one uh, straight up at home so far this season. If they can get together mm-hmm. on the road, I think this team uh, you know can sneak into being a well, maybe a four or five seed in the Western Conference. Yeah, yeah, they um, it, they. They they got to get buy in from everybody, and you know when we talk about everybody, it's really just like making sure Dame is still with the team. Like that, it, it's sometimes that it does look like Dame's not with the team right there in that moment. Mm-hmm. You know he's upset. We know he thinks that they should be a lot better. They should have did uh, some other things and got some other pieces in there. Yeah, we'll see what they do at the trade deadline. This would be a good opportunity um, when the trade deadline comes to. Uh, make sure you get some somebody else, something else to give this team some life. This team needs some help. Uh, to make a, pu- a push against these better Western Conference teams. But that was a very good uh, Denver team that they beat on the um, at home. And so now let's see what they – they got a road stretch coming up. So let's see what they yeah. do there. Yeah, I think we'll find a lot about – or find out a lot about this Blazers team once they hit this road trip um, after – I think they start on Friday, I believe. But we'll dig into that on Friday. Uh, any other thoughts uh, from this last past two nights, Terrell? Um. Not really ready to get into the picks. Then, uh, surprised the Knicks covered that uh, that number. Well, it depends what where you got the number. Yeah. Right? I know the number grew. The number mm-hmm. grew. If you got, I bet the number at six. Yeah. Um, when I got it, I was at six, but I picked three and a half for the show. So I got a push uh, in my bet, but on the show, uh, I mean on the uh, site, uh, I got it at three and a half, and so uh, I didn't get that one. So you got. Sometimes watch that line move. It really means a lot. But surprised that the the Knicks even kept it, you know, able to pull away that as much as they did. Honestly, they they struggle covering at home, uh-huh. uh, like a number of teams that we're going to talk about today as well. Struggle covering at home. So, 
uh, as a home favorite. So yeah, definitely not a great uh, shooting night for the Lakers last night. They only shot what thirty seven percent from the field. So uh, they made a push in that, in that second half, but. Knicks were able to pull away in that uh, fourth quarter in the final minutes. It just seemed like that the uh, Lakers were just kind of running out of steam at that point. Let's move over to the schedule for tonight, Wednesday. We have 13 games, so uh, we'll try to get uh, – we're going to get through all of them, but we might spend <clears throat> less time on some and more time on others. But let's just dive right into it, Terrell. Let's kick it off with the first game here. We have the Phoenix Suns. 13 wins in a row headed into Cleveland to take on the Cleveland Cavaliers with the Phoenix Suns are a seven and a half point road favorite. Currently seeing a total of two, ten and a half. Terrell, where are we going with this game, buddy? I mean, I said it before. I, I, I said it before. I'll say it again right here. I think this is the night. I think this is the night. And the Cavs catch Phoenix sleeping. They catch Phoenix sleeping and they get the upset right here. Okay. I, I said it earlier. I said it when I picked the Spurs game because it felt like a lot of people were on the Spurs and they thought that that first road game was going to be the one that got them. And I was like, no, I think like, you know, them looking ahead a little bit, they, they got to go to New York and go play both New York teams, uh, Brooklyn and uh, the Knicks. So that it's a little bit of a look ahead spot there. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's easy to look past this Cavs team and just, you know, knowing how beat up they are. Colin Sexton's out for the year. Evan Mobley's not playing in this game. Yeah. But the, the Cavs find ways to stay in the game. They continuously find ways to stay in the game. They are – they multiple times in the past few games that they've had, they've had a lead going into halftime or has been close, and they had a lead in the fourth quarter going in – in the third quarter going into the fourth. Right now, uh, they get Jared Allen back, and that was a beat up Cavs team, by the way. That was a beat right. up Cavs. Team. Yeah. Now they get Jar- Jared Allen back. They go and they play the Brooklyn Nets at home, and they give up a huge third quarter to the Brooklyn Nets, and then battle back in the fourth. Mm-hmm. So, like this team, this team is is not going away easily. Like they are, they're giving one hundred ten percent. And I know when you sit here and you look at the numbers, you look at everything. It's like, oh, this is a no brainer. That is Phoenix. It should be Phoenix. It should be Phoenix. It should be Phoenix. Yeah. I don't know. I think that this is a closer game than we think. I think that the Cavs gr- get out to great starts, and they get out to a great start again. Mm-hmm. At some point, something's got to give. they yeah. got to be tired of losing these games in the fourth quarter. The Cavs are one of the worst teams in the fourth quarter, so uh, there might be a ver- very valid reason why to fade them um, in this game because of how poorly they, sh- they shoot the ball, how poorly they play in the fourth quarter. However, this has got to be the get-up of all get-up spots. If you're looking at one of the top teams in the West that are coming on a big win streak and they think that they're going to just roll over to you and, and, and then go focus on the games in New York, absolutely not. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm rolling with the Cavs here. I think this is, I think this is a really get-up spot for the Cavs. I think they, they had one of the slower teams in pace. Phoenix, one of the faster teams in pace. I think mm-hmm. the Cavs control the game and, and make Phoenix play to their tempo. They go and they find a, a lot – just sit there and methodically get their shots. So whether it's feeding in the Jared Allen down low yeah. uh, or whether it's uh, setting up Lori or setting up uh, Ricky Rubio or just uh, Darius Garland running, running the offense, being the floor general running the offense, I think the Cavs are really efficient tonight on offense. 
and they get enough miscues from the Suns where they can capitalize and they they don't fold it this time. So I'm going Cavs plus seven. I, I think the seven is already too much, but I think this is the night that they can catch them on the money line. Yeah, I mean, if we take we take a look at what the Suns have done over the course of their the course of the season and their winning streak here. I mean, they're winning games, but they're not covering the number trail. I mean, overall against the spread, they're nine and eight against the spread and. Uh, four and three against the spread uh, on the road, three and two as a road favorite. So it's not like they're blowing it out of the water. <clears throat> and against you know San Antonio on that back-to-back situation, they won the game, but they didn't cover the number. And um, I think that you're right for all the right reasons. I mean, Cleveland, they're they're, they're fighting. They they have most of their guys back healthy. Upset. We know, like you mentioned, Colin Sexton is out for the year, and Evan Mobley. We know that he's dealing with the elbow issue, but. Lori Markinen's back. Kevin Love is getting into the fold. Jared Allen is back. So I think this team is they're gritty. They're going to fight at home. And again, that first half number we've talked about all season long right now, first half against the spread, the Cavs are 13 and four overall, seven and one against the spread in the first at, at home. So I'm looking at taking the first half here uh, for the Cavs. Um, currently, let me see if I can find that number here. Yeah, they're plus four and a half in that first half. So I'm going to be taking the Cavs here in the first half. For the game, I'll agree with you, man. Plus seven and a half. I'm not sure that they can win this game outright, um, but I do think that they can keep it competitive for four quarters here. And, you know, maybe Phoenix gets a, you know, two possession win by four or five points, but I'll agree with you. And I think that we're both kind of leaning towards the under here on two, ten and a half, just because of the pace you talked about, Terrell. Yeah, yeah, I'm leaning, yeah, under. I think that, you know, this is going to, like, Cleveland has to control the pace to win this game. They can't think that they're going to run up and down the court and exactly uh, play, and play with the Suns. That's where the Suns create their turnovers. That's where the Suns uh, force mistakes, get missed shots, and then they go and they take the ball back down the court. So, no, you can't, you can't run up and down the court against the Suns, uh, especially not with this personnel that Cleveland has. I'm not going to say they can't run up and down the court with them, but not with the personnel right. that they have right now. So, I would, you know, slow the game down, uh, attack the defense. The defense isn't the exact same thing as it was last year. They've been, uh, they've been, uh, they've gotten better from three for the past few games, but it's still not the best. They're hovering around middle of the pack, middle of the league, uh, opponent three point percentage for the past few games. Take the opportunity, find your shots. Uh, this could be a, this, Ricky Rubio's got to be in this game. Ricky Rubio's yeah. got to be in this game. That'd be a spark for them coming off the bench and give life to that second unit and be able to keep them keep them afloat while they're playing against the second unit of the Suns because we know the Suns are a deep team. So yeah, uh, yeah, I I I think this is it. I think okay. this is where they. I think this is where they catch the Suns slipping. I I like Cleveland's chances tonight at home in a spot that nobody thinks they're they're gonna win. Let's move over to the next game, Terrell. We have the Charlotte Hornets headed down to Florida to take on the Orlando Magic where the Charlotte Hornets are a seven-point road favorite. Total sitting at 219.5. Quickly looking at this injury report uh, for both of these teams. Um, Cole Anthony is out for this game. Uh, Gary Harris is questionable. And for the Charlotte Hornets, uh, everybody is healthy. Again, P.J. Washington remains out with the uh, left elbow injury. But seven-point road favorites here for Charlotte Terrell. Yeah. Um, I'll say the Charlotte is one in one in six against the spread at home so far this season. You said who? The Charlotte. Oh, sorry, the Orlando Magic. I'm sorry, Ari. One. Uh, one in six against the spread at home uh, this season. One in six as home underdogs. 
Yeah, yeah. So I'm um I don't think the match has been a favorite at all this season. No, they haven't. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, um ah oh, man, I, I was going back and forth between this earlier. Uh because I really do think the Hornets are the far superior team. Yeah. Um it's just the defense that gives me questions. It's the defense that gives me questions. And they just came off a really big win against the Wizards. Uh, I think the Hornets are gonna shoot, gonna shoot the ball, be able to shoot the lights out. Um, I think this is a Lamelo Ball type of game. Uh, well, maybe not as much uh, Lamelo, but um, I think that you know this is gonna be a game where everybody is gonna be able to find their spot, and they're gonna they're gonna really test this Magic defense. Like they really are. They're gonna come in, come in there. They're gonna make some noise. But the Magic are pesky, man. The Magic are pesky, like. They didn't. They just got blew out on the road in Milwaukee. They're coming back home. Uh, it's a little bit of a get up spot, and uh, seven and a half. I will say this, Taraj. Should I mention this earlier? Um, that uh, these two teams did match up earlier in the year on October twenty seventh in Orlando, and Charlotte won that game by nine points. Uh, and you know, Charlotte they've now won six out of the last seven games, so they're kind of on a heater here. Yeah, no, I think Charlotte does. I think Charlotte does win. I think it it does hover around that seven, eight, nine range, like somewhere around there. Um, I'm gonna take the Hornets here. I don't okay. like it. I expect to be kicking myself in the first half. I think the Magic are gonna come out with um at a little bit faster of a tempo, and they're they're gonna look good. I think that this is going to be a close first half. If not, they're leading in the first half. But we know that Charlotte Hornets is a second-half team, especially in the third quarter. And yeah. I expect that. I expect that's when Charlotte kind of kind of pulls this game away a little bit. So this number is about spot on. Like, it really is about spot mm-hmm. on. This is exactly where I would set it at. Uh, I'm going to go with the Hornets side, but I expect this to be close. Yeah, I think oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I can't get behind this magic team. I mean, one in six against the spread at home. Like <clears throat> there's gonna be spots where you're gonna get up for opponents. It's gonna be at home, and they haven't done that. And now not having Cole Anthony tonight, I know one of your I guess you say better players, but um this this Hornets team is rolling right now. Like I said, they've won six out of the last seven games. They they got a huge victory over Washington the other night on Monday. So I think they keep it rolling here. And Lamelo Ball, he didn't have a great game in that last game against Orlando. So I think the spot where he plays a lot better, Miles Bridges in that game against Orlando has scored thirty one points. But I just think that overall, this Charlotte team is a lot better than this Orlando team. So I'm gonna reluctantly lay the points here with Charlotte uh, on the road here. But I think, like you mentioned, Terrell, we, we've talked about this all season long, is that wait for that third quarter for Charlotte if they're down at the half because it's been so profitable for us so far this season, taking the spread and taking their team total in the third quarter. So you also may be able to find a great um, uh, live opportunity with the Charlotte Hornets. Any, any other thoughts for this game, Terrell? Um, I like Jalen Suggs. Okay. I think this is a yeah. I think this is a Jalen Suggs type of game. I think this is a game he kind of takes he takes over and he um looks like you know that lottery pick uh that he was. So yeah, I think I think this is a Jalen Suggs type of game, especially with Cole Anthony not gonna be out there. Yeah. Let's move over to the next game. We have the LA Lakers headed to Indiana to take on the Pacers, where the Pacers are a three and a half point home favorite. Total sitting at 217. Obviously, the Lakers on a back-to-back situation here. They played last night in New York, last night game by six points. 
Um, trying to see what the numbers are for the Lakers as a road underdog. They are two and three against two and four, two and three. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, two and three against the spread as a uh, road underdog. Um, I don't see a lot of uh, player props posted for this game. Obviously, they're probably waiting for an injury report. Uh, LeBron should be playing tonight, right? Since he served his one game suspension yesterday. Yes, he should be playing. I don't see anything that's saying he's not playing. Okay. Uh, I'm still. Tr- I'm trying to figure out why this number jumped. Uh, you know, I'm over here halfway across the world, so while everybody's sleeping, I'm up. Yeah. And I seen the line. I seen the line earlier it was at one and a half, and now it's at three and a half. Uh, as we're recording this, so I'm like, okay, it jumped two points from when I checked it earlier to now. Um, not really sure what came in that made that line jump. Maybe it was money coming in. Let me check and see where the money is at. I could have sworn uh, I thought I saw it at four while you checked that in. I think it just kind of ticked down to three and a half. But maybe there's some money coming in on L.A. there. But, um, yeah, L.A. struggling, man. Hopefully, yeah, I think LeBron should be able to go tonight. I don't see anything that's saying that he won't be able to go. Um, and, again, on a back-to-back situation here, let me see the numbers here for the uh, L.A. Lakers. 0-2 against the spread on back-to-back situations. 2-0 to the over um, in back-to-back situations. I kind of – I'll go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say I do like the over in this game, but uh, I wanted to get the numbers from you first as far as where the money's coming in. Oh, yeah. I got um 53% of money on the uh, Indiana Pacers, some of the sharp money coming in there. Okay. Uh. I struggled with this earlier when I was looking at it because everything says that the Pacers should win this game. Yeah. Everything says the Pacers are playing better right now. Uh, The Lakers cannot hit anything right now. They can't shoot anything, can't make anything. Um, The the Pacers are out-rebounding them right now. They're 10th in the league in rebounding right now. The Pacers are doing everything right. They're doing everything right except – you know, garden of three. They just yeah. can't do that. It's just impossible for them to do that. But everything else they're doing right. And so, but you look at that, and then you look at what the Lakers have done in the past five games, and they're second to last in the league in shooting the three and three point percentage at 29%. You can't, you, you're not going to win games shooting the three 29% in this NBA. You're just not. Right. So, I don't know why I'm so reluctant to not take the Pacers. Tell me why. Tell me why I should be on the Pacers. Why should I be on the Pacers? Because I can't. Is- I can't back this uh, this Lakers team right now. I, I can't, and it's just because. I mean, I think that we're we're thinking we're sitting here and saying it's the Lakers that they're supposed to be good. Like you have LeBron, you have Anthony Davis, but they still haven't gotten it together. I think like even during the broadcast yesterday, they were talking about, they talked to Frank Vogel before the game and he said, he still hasn't figured out what the rotations are because they've been playing so bad. So he's just, it seems like he's still testing these, uh, these lineups on what he wants out there. So until he figures that out, man, I I can't get behind this Lakers team right now. I really can. So I'm going to lay the points with the, with the Pacers here at home. I mean, until I see this Lakers team turn it around, I'm not going to back them. And over their last five games, they are a negative 8.9 net rating. Their defense is at 113 point, uh, 113 and a half on defensive rating, and their offense is at 104 and a half. So uh, I'm, I'm taking the Pacers here, man. Oh, man. I do more like the – while you gather thoughts, I do like the over in this game here. 
you know, Lakers like getting up and down the floor here. Pacers, you know, they can score the basketball. If we kind of take a look at these, both these two teams are not good at defending inside the paint. Lakers are dead last at number 30, allowing 50 uh, points inside the paint. And the uh, Indiana Pacers are number 25 at 47.1. So I think if we can get some, some three point shots made, but most of the success for both of these teams comes inside the paint. I think this game could fly over the total. Yeah, I do. I do like the over in this game. I think um, these teams are just not playing defense right now and they can score the basketball. Yeah. Uh, you know, a little bit, the Lakers are struggling, of course, but we know, you know, on a good night, what they can be. And it just feel something something in my gut is telling me to go with the Lakers here. This three this three and a half, it just feels too much delayed this, with this Pacers team right now against the Lakers. I, I I liked it a lot better when it was closer to a pick and one possession. Yeah. Um but I just think that this suspension was nothing but a rest day for LeBron James. Uh really not worried about it. He you know, he had came back against the uh against the Pistons felt kind of good and the Pacers are giving up like a lot to the small forward position this year. They cannot guard the small forward position. The only place that they guard the small forward position is ironically enough, the three point line. So the one position that they can guard at the three point line is small forward position, but that just means that they're letting, they're, they're not taking threes because they're letting them get whatever they want down low and in the paint. So thinking about LeBron and, you know, uh, him might trying to be aggressive, trying to get other people into their shots and get them in rhythm um, while running the offense. It feels like this should be a closer game. It, it, I don't, I don't know. I just, I'm not feeling this Pacers team right now. Uh, three and a half is just too many. Three and a half is too many for me to get the Pacers. I'm going with the Lakers. All right. I just kind of feel like the books might be begging you to take the Lakers at plus money, but. Um... I, think I understand that, that they're I do, so. I do think that is trap. I do think the plus money is a trap, and I think that they're going to get a lot of people on that money line because the Pacers probably do still win this game. Yeah, uh, maybe in something close, maybe in like an overtime thriller or something like that. I could see this being an overtime type of game. Yeah, actually, uh, Lakers have been overtime a few times this season, but I, I so I do think the Pacers do probably still win this game. But giving me two possessions, um. I think it's more of a, a last shot doesn't go in for the Lakers, and that's how the Pacers, you know, survive. Okay, I mean, I can't argue against that, but I think my yeah, my favorite part or my favorite uh, play for this game is probably that over. But definitely wait for that injury report, guys. Um, you know, obviously because the Lakers played last night, they don't have to submit it till later. And only uh, person that's questionable for the Indiana Pacers is Karis LeBert, who's dealing with a back issue still. Let's move over to the next game, Terrell. Maybe the game of the night here. We have the Brooklyn Nets uh, going into Boston. to take on the Celtics, where the Nets are a one-point road favorite here, currently seeing a total of 217. Checking the injury report here. Um, Jalen Brown is questionable. I know he did play last game. Um, and then for the Brooklyn Nets, the only – a uh, significant name that is on the report is Bruce Brown, who's out, will still with that left hamstring strain. And then Joe Harris is also still out with that left ankle sprain. But that's minus one here, Terrell. Uh, uh, Nick Claxton is out too, I think. Yeah, he's been out. Yeah. 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 He's still out too. I think that's big for, um, for Brooklyn. Uh, man, you know, it's hard for me to, to go with this Celtic side, but. 
I'll tell you, this next team does not look the same with Joe Harris not out there. With Joe Harris not out there, this next team does not look the same. I will, I will say that much. He he brings an extra element to that team. He spaces the floor for them, and you know he gives them uh, some more options. And so they're getting. They're, they, I think Cam Thomas has to play more. Like while these, yeah. while while Bruce Brown and Joe Harris is out, Cam Thomas has to play more. Like they got to start giving that kid more minutes, man. Yo, Cam, Cam Thomas came in there 15 minutes, four for seven, two for three from three, uh, 11 points. He, he He's offense, man. He's yeah. offense, and he keeps that second unit going. And especially if you're moving Patty, uh, Patty Mills into that starting lineup, uh, you're gonna need you're gonna need somebody to really run that second unit, and that's really what I'm afraid of. Is who's gonna keep the scoring going in that second unit? Lamarcus Aldridge, Lamarcus Aldridge did it last game with 21 points, 11 boards off the bench. But is he gonna keep doing? Are we gonna have a disappearing act from him? Like who's gonna keep that second unit going? But lucky for them, Boston doesn't have a second unit. Yeah. <laughs> so so it's like you know. If Cam Thomas is able to have a good game coming off the bench, which I really do expect, I think if you could find some Cam Thomas props, actually go play those, like go find those and play those because I think he gets more minutes and I think he utilizes it and has a really, really nice game off the bench with all the scoring being in the starting lineup for them right now. So with that being said, I'm not I'm not back in Boston. I'm just not. I, I haven't seen it yet. Haven't seen it from him at all. Uh, I'm going Brooklyn here, laying a short number on the road. I think this is a spot they get they get up for. This is Boston, you know, TD Garden, the bright lights, everything, hostile environment. I think they go in there and they get a win. Yeah, we've talked about this Boston team that we just can't back them. I mean, they've been playing well of recent, but it hasn't been the quality of opponents um, that they're kind of blowing people out. And again, for you know Brooklyn, they kind of I mean they don't have a game till Saturday, um, which is against Phoenix at home. But you you have two days off, so I think not a big look ahead spot for uh, Brooklyn here. Um, so I'm gonna just, I, I I've been backing this uh, sorry this Brooklyn team as of late. Uh, they've won six out of the last seven games. I, I think that you know Kevin Durant. And James Harden will ball out tonight, but I agree with your point about Cam Thomas, man. Let him get some more minutes here. And again, Patty Mills has just been an absolute, like the best pickup in the offseason, man. This guy's just been providing that support, that veteran leadership, knocking down three-point shots for the uh, Brooklyn Nets. So I'm I'm, uh, I'm leaning towards taking the Nets here. Any thoughts on the total, Terrell? Um, I think it's under. Okay. It's under type of total. Like I, I just said that I'm concerned about the scoring for Brooklyn um, in that second unit. I think the, the first unit has the stars. Like Patty Mills is starting right now for them while uh, those guys are out. James Harden is up there. Kevin Durant is up there. Like those are the start. Those are the scoring. So really, when I look at this unit, I'm just like, all right, is Paul Millsap going to have a game? Uh, I don't really know. Like is Marcus Arders going to have a game? I don't really know. Uh, James Johnson, like, come on, James Johnson is yeah. over there. It's like, it's really Cam Thomas coming off the bench. Like, I'm not, Javon Carter is there for defense. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm, it's Cam Thomas off the bench, and that's all it is for the offense in that second unit. And then we already know what the Brooklyn, I mean, what the Boston second unit looks like and, and their struggles and what they've had this season. So, no, I'm, I, I, I don't see enough offense coming from everybody else around the starters to make this fly over the over the total. 
Yeah, I think that we might see more of a defensive-minded game here. Um, you know, if we kind of take a look at the numbers here for the totals, uh, I mean, nothing not nothing really glaring sticks out. Eight and ten, or sorry, ten and eight to the under for the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, 10, seven and one to the under for the Boston Celtics. So definitely leaning towards the nets here for sure. Any other thoughts on this game, Terrell? Um, no, not really. All right, let's keep it moving along. We have the Detroit Pistons headed into Milwaukee where the Milwaukee Bucks are a 15 point home favorite with a total of two twelve. Um, currently looking at the injury report, we have, let's see here, uh, Milwaukee Bucks, Brooke Lopez, Semi Ojale, and Dante DiVincenzo are out. Not yet submitted for the Pistons because they played yesterday on back-to-back situations uh, for the Detroit Pistons. Let's see what their ATS. They are 2-1 and one against the spread on back-to-back situations. Um, Toronto, we've talked about not backing this Bucks team against the spread at home because they just can't cover at home. But what do you think for this game? No, I'm still not backing them. I mean, they got they got the last one, and you know, blind squirrel found a nut eventually. But no, I'm 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 not backing them. Uh, and you know, the mindset of it is Jeremy Grant. Like he's he's balling. He's yeah. Balling. Listen to these past. You know, these past what six games? Just just listen to the stretch that he's having. 21 points, 36 points, 19 points, 19 points, 7 points, 24 points, 16 points, 35 points, 5 points, 27 points, 21 points. Like he's he is he is scoring the basketball. Yeah. He is scoring the basketball. He is he is really big for this team and giving them some shot making that they desperately need. Right. Like they desperately need his scoring right now. So I think that this Pistons team is starting to find themselves a little bit Dwayne Casey is started. They're rallying behind this suspension somewhat, uh, yeah. and you know they they put up a really good effort against against the Heat last night. Like they mm, did, they really yeah. put they, it was a good game. They put up a really good effort against the Heat last night, and you know it just takes a little bit more, like just a little bit more, be a little bit more efficient, and you can start putting some wins together. Like you can really start. Uh, Frank Jackson uh, had a pretty solid game last time out. Uh, looking at Kay Cunningham, Kay Cunningham's got to get in rhythm. Kay Cunningham's got to get in rhythm and, and bring add something to that team. Yeah, it doesn't. He's not really. Um, he's he's not. He's just not. Uh, I'm not saying he's disappointing. He's not disappointing, but I know with we're expecting his, more from him. I'm expecting more. Yeah, and. It's just that that first curve. It's that curve of being you're in the NBA. Everybody's bigger. Everybody's faster. Everybody's better. You're not the best person on the court every single time you go out. Like you know, for one of the for one of the first times in his career, um, he is not one of the best players on the court every time he steps on the court. Yeah. So it takes an adjustment. It takes an adjustment, but. You know, coming off of like I saw it a little bit. I saw it a little bit with that triple double against the Lakers. Mm-hmm. You know, I was watching that, and we didn't really didn't talk about that much, but he definitely did have a triple double in that game. Yeah, um, it just wasn't efficient. Like he was twenty, he was twenty eight percent from the field. Right. So, uh, we get we get that shooting up. He starts to find his touch a little more, and I think this Pistons team can catch people slipping. I like them. Fourteen points just feels like a lot. 
Like, I, and I think it's a little bit overinflated because of how badly they blew out the Magic, but I just don't think they get over on the Pistons that much. I'm going with the Pistons here again. Yeah, I think they also blew out uh, the uh, the Pistons to the Bucks earlier this season by 28 points. So I think that might be also something that's factored into this line here. But, um, yeah, the point about Kate, I really like what he's been doing, especially facilitating the basketball uh, for the uh, – for the Pistons here. I mean, just take a look at his assist numbers over his last, what, five games here, eight, six, six, 10, and six. And I see his uh, assist projected today at four and a half. So I think that might be something I might jump on here um, for, for a player prop bet. But um, yeah, I'm, I think this is a game that I'm just going to completely stay away from. I just don't, you know, with, with Pistons on the back to back and we're not sure what you're going to get out of Milwaukee every single night. Right. And I think that, you know, the blowout earlier this season, see this number of it climbing up to 15, 15 and a half now. So I'm kind of going to stay away from this game. Uh, thoughts on the total here? Um, two twelve. No, not really. No. All right. No, not really feeling source to total. I think that it can, I think it can possibly fly over because I don't expect uh, the Pistons to stop the Bucks that much. Yeah. But and it's just, are the Pistons going to have a good shooting night? Like, as a team, are they going to have a good shooting night? They're putting up some points. Like, they're putting up some amount of points, but it's the fact that they just they struggle to get to 100, and they're very inefficient with it. Like, they're just so inefficient with it. If they just get these shots to go in, they're going to be a pretty, a pretty solid scoring team with just how much they get the ball up in the air. It's just they're not getting them to go in. Yeah, if we kind of take a look at what the um... – the Pistons are doing like from the three point line, like they're, they're, they're letting it fly, man. Uh, over their last five games, you're trying to pull it up And that, that game against the Bucks earlier this season, they put up 47, three point shots. Uh, and over the last five games here, Detroit is number eight. They're jacking up 39 per game. And we traditionally talk about teams that we think that are three point shooting teams. You know, we, the map, sorry, the Warriors come to mind, the Bucks come to mind, uh, T Wolves, Jazz. But when you have Detroit Pistons that are jacking up these number of shots, you're right. If they're able to knock down some three point shots here, they can keep this game competitive. But uh, we'll see. I'm definitely on that Kate Cunningham over four and a half, uh, four and a half assist prop tonight for sure, though. Let's move over to the next game, Trail. Probably a quick handicap here. We have the Chicago Bulls coming into Houston. After the Bulls are coming off an embarrassing loss at home against the Pacers, where they lost that game, I believe, by 25 points. Uh, Bulls are an eight and a half point road favorite here. Uh, like I said, against Houston, total at 215. I'll make this quick. I'm going with the Bulls. Um, coming off an embarrassing loss, this Houston team just doesn't have it together. I warned you about this. Uh, Terrell, where are you at with this game? Yeah, I'm on the Bulls. There's really not much to talk about yeah. here. There's <laughs> yeah. really not much to talk about here. Uh, I think the Bulls keep it keep it rolling. They bounce back from that loss, and they give it to the Rockets tonight. Yeah, uh, Rockets just, just a lot of things to figure out there, so we're not going to waste too much time on this game. So let's take a quick break here. We'll come back, and we'll get to the uh, second uh, half of these games here uh, for the schedule tonight. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of WinBet Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, 
WNBA, college football, and more. WinBet has some brand new bonuses. New, years, new users can bet $1 and win $100 on any sport. Plus, you can get up to $1,500 as a free bet on WinBet if you make a first deposit of $20 or more. Whatever your first wager is, WinBet will match it up to 200%. If you bet $100, you'll get a free bet of $200. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer, risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. PropSwap has always always has the best odds because you're buying directly from other bettors like yourself. See a bet that you like but think the price is too high? Submit a bid for a price you think is fair, then buy it. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will double it up to $500. Double the cash means double the odds. If you love sports betting, you need to be using PropSwap. Every ticket purchased on PropSwap can be resold at any time, so your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money, it just needs to improve. Thousands of bettors across the country are shopping for tickets on PropSwap every day. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. All right, coming off of the break, um, another pretty good game here, Terrell. We have the Toronto Raptors going to the Memphis Grizzlies, uh, where the Memphis Grizzlies are a three-point home favorite, uh, currently seeing a total of 219.5, starting to climb towards 220. Um, this is going to be a battle of three-point shooting teams, Terrell, because uh, these two teams like letting it fly from a three-point range. Um, but where are you at with this game here? Oh, this is tough. This is tough. Uh, on the season, the Memphis Grizzlies are – let me just make sure I don't put my foot in my mouth. Six and three at home. Yeah. ATS, ATS. The uh, Toronto Raptors, six and four on the road, ATS, on the season. Um, dog, I think the defense has to be the, 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 the lean. Like, the defense has to be the lean here because both of these teams, like you said, both of these teams could shoot the three. Um, just making sure because, you know, weird stuff be happening. But Pascal Siakam is playing in this game. Yes, is, let me try to check that injury report, but go ahead. Yeah, so, yeah, Anobi is out still. But Pascal uh, Siakam is in the game. Yeah. And then De'Anthony Milton this... is out for the uh, Grizzlies, and Dylan Brooks is questionable. Okay. Well, Dylan Brooks coming back is going to be huge. Yeah. Uh, Dylan, Dylan Brooks coming back is going to be huge if he's playing in this game. It really will. Uh, and it actually might be the deciding factor. I'm still going to lean Raptors here. I think the Raptors' defense is really good. I think that there's a reason why they're so good ATS on the road because defense travels. Yeah. And, you know, where your your offense uh, is struggling, you, they can't win if they can't score. And right. so um, I think that – I don't think that the Raptors will have any problems putting up points against the Memphis Grizzlies, but I think that that Raptors defense could give some members on the Grizzlies trouble. Maybe not all, 
but definitely can give some members trouble, and that's going to be enough to keep them in this game. I really do think this is probably one of the games of the night. It's going to be a close game, I think. but I lean Raptors. I think the Raptors, if they can just get the scoring output that we know they're capable of, mm-hmm. they can you know step away and pull away and win this game on the road. Yeah, one of my favorite plays for this game is the Raptors team total here tonight. Um, just because, again, like I said, Memphis is the worst team against uh, our sorry defensive efficiency wise. Um, they're really bad at three point or defending the three point line. And this Toronto Raptors team has some great three point shooting with Fred Van Vliet, Gary Trent Jr. Um, you know, Pascal Siakam can knock it down. Scotty Barnes. Uh, if you watch this guy play, if you guys have not gotten the chance to watch a Raptors game and watch Scotty Barnes play, watch this guy because his IQ is really high. I mean, this guy is a powerful, he's got, this guy is a point guard and a power forwards body. And it's really incredible to see. So, um, Hey, keep on agreeing with you here, but I mean, I, I just can't get behind. I mean, this Memphis team, until I see some defensive improvement from them, I, I can't back them. It's the Raptor team. Like you said, the defense travels, um, uh, for the Toronto Raptors. So, but my favorite play is going to be the Raptors team total on this game. Uh, thoughts on the total here, Terrell, two eighteen and a half. Did you go Pistons? You took the Pistons too. I took no. I I I didn't pick that game. I, I passed oh. it. Gun to my head, I would probably go Bucks just because Pistons are on a back to back. But uh, yeah, I'm not going to mess with that game. Oh, okay. All right. I was I was wondering. I was like, wait, agreeing. I I thought you. It sounded like you was on the Bucks when you was talking about it. All right. Um, total, 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 total. Yeah. Uh, ooh. This is a tricky one for me because I think uh, I'm probably going to wait to see what how, how they kind of start in this game and wait for a live number because if the Raptors' defense is smothering the Grizzlies early on, we'll see probably this game going under. But if they're going to knock down some shots here very, very early on, I might – hopefully I can jump on AA over there. Yeah, I'm uh... – Lord, you know I don't really rock with totals like that. Yeah, but I'm. I'm feeling. I'm. I'm personally. I'm feeling the over. Okay. Uh, I do think. I think the Raptors defense is going to show up when it matters, but I still think the Grizzlies are going to be able to do you know things offensively. This team is just good. Like ultimately, this team is just good. Yeah. And so I think they're be they're going to be able to find ways to put the ball in the basket offensively. So you know, for the most part, you may get you know a really high a really high um number by the time you get to the third where it's like even with the defensive intensity that I expect the Raptors to put on late, uh it still kind of climbs over that number. So uh I'm kind of feeling the over. All right. Let's move over to the next game. We have the Washington Wizards headed down to New Orleans to take on the Pelicans. The Wizards are a four point Road favorite, total sitting at 210. Again, the Wizards coming off of that loss against the Hornets on Monday. Now taking on the Pelicans, who have turned it around here a little bit, Terrell. I think we talked about that on Monday, that they're kind of turning the tide here a little bit. But where are you at with this game? Um, Don't look now, but it's getting kind of hard to back Washington on the road. One, one, three, and one in their last five ATS on the road. Mm-hmm. Last 10, th- uh, 3, 4, and 1. Um, and, yeah, the Pelicans are starting to turn the tide a little bit. So, this this is a tough number. This four, 4 is a lot. It is a lot. But, ultimately, I'm still – I'm still kind of in fade Pelicans mode. Maybe I'll fade Washington on the road with a little bit better competition. But, for right now, I just think that uh, – 
Pelicans just aren't they not showing it to me. Like they're really yeah. just not showing they're just not showing it to me still. Uh they're playing a little bit better at home. This may be a closer up a game and maybe this it does fall in between a possession or so, but mm-hmm. I'll take my chances. I think I like the Wizards here. Minus four. Uh they're just a far better team and I just don't see too much coming out of New Orleans right now. Yeah, for the, for the Wizards, they just kind of beat up on like lesser opponents. I mean, if you kind of take a look at their wins, and I should have mentioned this, that these two teams did get together a while back in Washington where Washington won that game by five points. I think that was the game where Brandon Ingram returned from injury. It was like his second or third, either that or his second game back. But um, yeah, they just kind of beat up on on lesser opponents. Like they, they beat... Uh, they beat the Pelicans. They beat the Magic. You know, they beat the Cavs. Uh, they beat the Grizzlies early on when they were struggling with injuries. So they just kind of beat up on on lesser opponents. So, um, uh, God, do I want to back the Wizards? I'll take the Pelicans. I'll, I'll take the plus four at home as a home underdog here. Uh, I do might see a closer game between these two teams here tonight. Uh, maybe, you know, a little revenge on the mind of the Pelicans after they lost uh, in Washington about a couple weeks back. So Brandon Ingram is going to play tonight. Let's see the injury report. I should double check that. Let's see here. Uh, yeah, all the guys are going for for the New Orleans Pelicans, Washington. The usual suspects are out. I'll take the Pelicans plus four. Uh, thoughts on the total here, Terrell? 210. I feel like an under. Yeah, I'm feeling under. I just don't think Pelicans score. Yeah, let's move on to the next game here. We got the Utah Jazz going to Oklahoma City to take on the Thunder, where the Jazz are a 12.5-point road favorite, uh, trending towards 13. Total at 210.5. Terrell, where we at with this game, man? Look, man, y'all going to stop disrespecting Oklahoma City. Y'all going to remember that the fucking Jazz are not last year's team. Like, they're just not – they're not last year's team. They're not going out here and covering every number. Like, last year, they they were just throwing random weird-ass numbers at the Jazz, and they were just saying, fuck it, cover, fuck it, cover, fuck it, cover, fuck it, cover. No, they're not doing that this year. They're 5-5 five and five in the last 10 ATS. Uh, let five me quickly – hold on. Let me mention this. SGA is out for this game, if that makes a oh, difference. Shit. I think it does. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Damn it. Uh, fuck it i'm still rolling with the thunder like 12 and a half is a lot and this thunder team has been battling in last 10 uh eight and two against the number the last 10 and five and oh in the last five no a lot four and one in the last five did they cover that number against the hawks the other night i think it was like 12 and a half wasn't it they barely covered it they didn't did they they, they, I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, uh, they 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 lost that game by 12. I could have sworn I thought it was 12 and a half, but I'll double check that. But yeah, you're back in the Thunder here. Yes, the Thunder just they just find ways to keep these games close. Like they're honestly just finding ways to keep these games close. And I don't think that the books are respecting them enough to make them anything under under double digits. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why a lot of these numbers are, you know, gonna fall flat. I I think the Jazz win by, you know, seven, eight nine like maybe it's a little bit of a closer game and uh jazz pull away free throws all of that yeah but uh, no it's hard to have i'm going with the thunder man as 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 the home team i'm going with thunder i think the jazz gonna be mad i understand the jazz gonna be mad but i can see them uh going up big and then taking their foot off the gas and so i'm I'm rolling with the thunder here i think they could keep it uh keep it under 12 
Yeah, one of the more not more exciting games here tonight between these two teams. Uh, I've been staying with the home underdogs here, but God, SGA being out is is, is really big for the Thunder, man. I'm going to be chalky. I'll lay the points with the Jazz here, 12 and a half. After what happened last night against or the other night against Memphis, I think they'll just come out and crush this opponent. Probably look at the first half here for the Utah Jazz at seven and a half. Um, Like you said, if that, if they make it as the, Make the Thunder make this a game in the second half. Maybe they can sneak a backdoor cover, but first half, that's seven and a half. Uh, I'll probably take here for the Utah Jazz. Uh, let's move over to the next game. Oh, Terrell. Wait, 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 real quick. Real quick. Yeah, Josh Giddy. Josh Giddy, I'm interested in his. Uh, I don't know what the line is right now, but I'm interested in his points, rebounds, and assists. Let me find uh, that for you here. I think I think with SGA out, he's going to have the ball a lot in his hand. He's going to get a lot of assists, and we know he can rebound the basketball pretty well, and he can um, put up points when needed. So uh, he's he's a very interesting play, and I think that he's somebody that can that can get a little bit of love here against the Jazz. Twenty five and a half. I see his points, rebounds, and assists, and uh, assists and rebounds. If your book does offer that. 11 and a half, but that's at minus 135. So, um, yeah, I, I have one that, of our f- that 11 that 11 and a half feels sweet. I'm not gonna lie, that 11 and a half feels sweet. I think he's good for about seven, about seven, um, seven, eight rebounds somewhere in that range a night. And so, you're telling me he has the ball in his hand and he just has to get a few assists. Uh, I might, I might play that 11 and a half on the rebounds and assists. Yeah, I have one of our fans that uh, uh, messages me every now and then on Twitter, and he says, look out for Josh Giddy rebounds. I mean, it's been a little con- inconsistent, but um, he, he's been getting it done rebounding and now throwing the assist too with SGA out, like you said. Uh, uh, I'll move it to the next intro, but let me know if you find a Josh Giddy triple-double prop um, on one of your books there. Maybe that might be something to get down on because he was, he was kind of close against that Atlanta game. He had 15, yeah. 7, and 8. Yeah, he so was. He really was. Maybe we can find that and give that out. But let's move. I'll let you find that, and then uh, we'll move on to the next game. Uh, let's go to the Miami Heat visiting the Minnesota Timberwolves, where the Timberwolves are a one-point favorite. Two twelve and a half on the total. Let me check the injury report here. You got him. You got him as a one-point favorite. I got him as a as a dog. It, it must be flip. Find wherever you want. Look, find them on your book. Get the better number, but. It, they're hovering between a one-point favorite and uh yeah point. yeah so let's just call it a pick them then i mean probably just gonna play the money line at that point um yeah i, I think what it is is that miami's just battling so many injuries right now with bam and, and jimmy butler's been back but kyle lowry's been in and out of the lineup so uh other than that minnesota pretty clean injury report josh okogi is the only one that is uh questionable for the minnesota timberwolves with back spasms but this kind of has traveling all over over this game, Terrell, I don't know why the Heat are a – it's only a one-point spread here depending on what you see, but what do you think for this game? Uh, real quick, Josh Giddy, 31 uh, to 1. Get triple-double, 31 to 1. All right. Uh, back, so, look, I know people don't remember, but the Timberwolves give the Heat fits, yo. Like, the Timberwolves give the Heat fits. They really do. They But prior to uh, – their last meeting last year where the Heat finally got a win. They lost five in a row. Yeah. Like, the the Timberwolves, I don't know what it is. I I, I don't, but the Timberwolves give the Heat fits. You know Cat is going to be 
on one for this game. You know, Jimmy's going to be on one for this game. They're going to go at it. There's a bad blood between those two. There's no way Jimmy's going to lose this game. What? You don't you don't think so? Hold no. on now. Wait. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm going to throw this in. Hold on. Hold. They're on a back-to-back wait. situation. Miami is 3-0 against the spread in back-to-back situation so far this season. This is a short number. This is a short number. This is like basically a pick home. But why? I don't get it. Why? The Timberwolves aren't bad. Don't now nah, don't sell it like the Timberwolves are bad now. They're not bad. They just don't win games a lot of the time. But they, they give teams they give teams some fits and they look good. They just sometimes drop the ball. And this is if they get up for any game, is they're gonna get up for Jimmy Butler in the heat. Absolutely. Like Yeah. I, I'm I'm on the Timberwolves. I'll let you know right now. I'm oh. I'm I'm right with them. I think this is a big cat game. I think Anthony Edwards is going to love to get up for this game. Absolutely love to get up for this game. And uh look look out for D'Angelo Russell. He's gonna try to make he's gonna try to make an impact, but uh this this Heat team is the Achilles heel for point guards. They're number one against point guards this season. So D'Angelo Russell might have a little bit of a rough game. But I think that, you know, with Cat and, Ant- and Ant-Man leading away and getting some support from the bench and the guys around them, I think that they're going to be in this game. I don't think the Heat are just going to sit here and pull, like just pull this game away. It's going to be close. It's going to be contested. And I'm rolling with the home, the home team on this one. I think that the Timberwolves get it done. Uh, yeah, everybody did play last night for Miami. I'm just looking at their box where P.J. Tucker, Jimmy Butler, Bam, Kyle, Duncan, Tyler Hero all played last night um, for the Heat. I'm going to wait for that injury report because they are on a back-to-back, but I I don't know, man. I just – I don't know. I think Jimmy Butler is going to get these guys ready to play to go up against his former team. I just do think Miami is a better team, but um, – this is – I can't lock it up right now just because I don't have the injury report. So uh, I'm on the other side of you on this game. I think just Miami's probably going to roll in this game. But uh, maybe a, a fishy line here I think I'm <laughs> um, falling for. Let's move over to the next game, Terrell. We have the Atlanta Hawks uh, going into San Antonio to take on the Spurs. Atlanta Hawks are a four-point road favorite here, currently seeing a total of 221.5. Uh, injury report for both of these teams – um, DeAndre Hunter, DeAndre Hunter continues to be out for the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, for the San Antonio Spurs, the only guy that is relevant that is questionable is uh Doug McBuckets. He is questionable with a right knee inflammation, but everybody else is a is ready to go for both of these teams. Uh, thoughts on this game, Terrell? Yeah, let's um. Let's keep riding the trend. Let's see how long this trend can last. We we bet the Hawks at home. We fade the Hawks on the road. It was pretty simple. Like it's a pretty simple handicap there. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you probably have the. Telling, I'm sure you have the number in front of you there, Terrell. But what do you think the record is for the Atlanta Hawks against the spread on the road? Oh, they. I, it's it's like one game. I think it's one game that they they covered. And oh, and nine. Oh and nine, yeah. I'm not backing the Hawks as a four point favorite. I don't care if they're playing the melatonin basketball team. I'm not backing the Hawks as a four point favorite on the road right now. Absolutely not. I'm rolling with the Spurs here. They got the they got to prove to me and get one. And yeah. watch this be the one that they get. But uh, no, man, I'm 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 not. I like this Spurs team, especially if Doug uh, Doug McDermott is back. That's definitely a, another added level of scoring that they desperately need. So um, this this team is slumping. 
don't this team has lost what one, two, three, four, five straight? Spurs. They're at yep. home. Yeah, Spurs. They're at yep. home looking to get a win, hungry to get a win, you know, trying to get back in the win column, trying to make something something of this season. And like I said, it's the hardest on the road, man. So nah, man. I don't nope. I'm rolling with the Spurs here, plus four. Yeah. I mean, 0 and 9. Well, you can't go back in 0-9 team on the road here. As I mean, they've won one game, but they didn't cover that number on the road. The Atlanta Hawks are 1-8 straight up, 0-9 against the number. I'm not backing. I don't care how bad the San Antonio Spurs are. Um, I'm not backing this, this uh, Atlanta Hawks team on the road until they prove it to us. I really do like the over in this game, though. Um, Again, offensively, Atlanta Hawks, we know what they are. San Antonio Spurs at home. This was one of the games that I did like the over in last game was between the Suns and the uh, Spurs, which went over the total. I think it's another game where I do like the uh, over in this game. Um, any other thoughts for this game, Terrell? Um, no, not really. I'm I'm just going it, – It's we we just going to auto bet. Just put the Hawks in auto bet right now. Um, fade, yeah. Fade on, fade on the road, take them at home, and just see how you do. You'll probably be up more units than not. Them and Portland, I think, are the two teams that we're probably circling to back at home and, and fade on the road. So let's move over to the uh, one of the last two games here, Terrell. We have the Philadelphia 76ers going into the best team in the league right now, the Golden State Warriors, where the Warriors are a 10.5-point home favorite. Total of 216. Um, injury report for this game. Let's see here. The Warriors will be without Andre Iguodala, who's been out. Seth Curry is questionable. Danny Green questionable. Tobias Harris questionable. Um, and then Joel Embiid continues to be out in health and safety protocols. I will say this for the uh, Golden State Warriors. Klay Thompson is was a full participant in practice. So we're getting closer and closer to the Splash Brother returning. But uh, as far as this game tonight, what are you thinking, Terrell? So I'm having fun with this game tonight. I really am. I'm, um, I'm going to put a personal parlay in with a very juiced play in from this game. One and one. I'm basically Warriors minus ten and a half. I don't care. Just yes, take it. Uh, this this 76ers team is struggling on the road right now. They um just got a well needed win. Still missing, you know, top guys in that lineup. People are in and out of the lineup with COVID and all that. Joel Embiid is still not bad, taking way longer than anybody expected. Uh, how long has he been out now, so, man? Let me see. It's it's been since I think it's been like November eighth or something like that. November eighth, some single single digit number in November that he's been out. He's been out for an extremely long time of COVID. Okay. Um. With that being said, yes, I'm all over the Warriors minus ten and a half. Might be a lock to be honest, but this first quarter for. The 76ers, they are 12 and 6 right now. They are covering the first quarter. Even with their guys out, they are getting the cover in the first quarter. Warriors have been known notoriously to give up the first quarter in a lot of games to just be flat in that first quarter. I have a plus 330. Well, well, it's plus 300. Um, a plus 300 play on the 76ers first quarter money line and the Warriors to win the game. 
Ooh, I like I that. I think that that is a I think that is a great play. I have it at three to one. Okay. Um, I'm going to play it. I'm going to parlay it as well. Um, later on today, I haven't thought about you know what I'm gonna put up with it, but it's going in a parlay later today. Uh, I think that the 76ers come out energetic after getting that win. I think that they want to to contend with the Warriors. They want to try to make this a close game. Is it going to be that? Probably not. More than likely not. But in that first quarter, I do think they get out fast. The Warriors have dropped the first quarter a number of times. And so uh, I'm rolling with uh, the Warriors minus the 10 and a half. That's my pick for this game. I think that I, I just think they roll. I think that when they get into the second half, they're just going to hit another gear and the 76ers aren't going to be able to keep up. Yeah, I've been backing the um, Warriors' first quarter overs, especially at home uh, so far this season. So when you put that parlay together later on, shoot me a, a message and throw that over in there for me. I want to see what the odds are on that if it if they le- if it lets you do that. But uh, Warriors are seven and three to the over in home games uh, so far this season. Twelve and five overall. Um, Sixers. Uh, seven, nine, and one, not much there on the road, four, four, and one, averaging 54 points. So might be looking at the first half over in this game uh, for the, uh, oh, sorry, for the uh, Warriors. But I agree with you. Uh, the Warriors have been good to me all season long. I mean, I'm not going to stop betting them right now at minus 10 and a half. Uh, defensively, this team is great. Offensively, they're great. And again, I just can't wait till Clay Thompson is back for this team. Um, you know, it looks like sooner rather than later now that he's a full participant. But uh, we are Warriors. Offensive efficiency-wise, you take a look. They are number two. And then defensive efficiency, they are the best team in the league. So can't argue with those numbers. So I agree with you there. Minus 10.5 for the Warriors. Let's get to the last game, Terrell. Uh, we have the Portland Trail Blazers going into Sacramento to take on the Kings. The Blazers are a two-point road favorite total of 227. We talked about fading Portland on the road and uh, backing them on uh, at home. One of these situations here, Terrell, and they are in a back-to-back situation here. Yep. And I mean, I'm just keeping going. Just like, you know, just like the Hawks. I'm just going to fade them and we're just going to see what happens. We're going to see how they look good. They really do look good, but those are all home games. Right. Every last one, they were all home games. I don't know what this team looks like on the road. And, you know, you're getting the second game of the Alvin Gentry era in Sacramento. Yep. So do they look better? Do are they? Uh, did he make some corrections from that last game? Do they play with more pace? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm rolling with Sacramento here. I am. And I'm just going to fade Portland. I'm just going to fade Portland and see what happens. I think Sacramento still can't score the basketball. They can't defend shit at all whatsoever. It just doesn't exist to them. It's aside from off night, who can't defend five people by himself, uh, defense just doesn't exist to them. But yet they just find ways to score the basketball from all levels on the court. So I'm rolling with the Kings here. I think that they can score. I um, And if the Tr- Portland Trails Blazers have – any type of hiccup on the road, they're going to get caught sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. If we take a look at Portland, one and seven straight up on the road so far this season, one and seven against the number uh, are the Portland Trailblazers. So again, with those numbers, like you can't, you can't back this team no matter how great they are playing. Again, we've talked about, I'm sorry. Guess who the one is. Guess who the one is. Uh, Rockets. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's the only time I actually did back him on the road. I, I remember we had that discussion too. I was like, I don't care how bad this Portland team is on the road so far. You can't uh, you can't uh, bet against them against the Rockets. But um, yeah, I'm gonna I agree with you again. Uh, to, to take Sacramento here, uh, we'll see some adjustments uh, by Alvin Gentry, like you said. I'm curious to see what the style of play is now going to be, and the rotations are going to be under Alvin Gentry. So, uh, still gathering data there. That was the last game for tonight, Terrell. Let's take one final break we will come back and we will get into our best bets for this 13 game schedule we'll give you a lock and a dog so we'll be right back after we hear from our sponsors better fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the matchups you can cash out for gift cards when your bet hits and even help raise money for charity along the way it's a brand new company looking to grow their early adopter community it's a slick app and it's fun to use one of the reasons we love it is that they also offer prop betting, so if you're in a state that hasn't legalized gambling yet, you can get in on some prop bets on Better Fantasy. It's totally free to play. Download today for iPhone and Android. Check them out today at betterfantasy.com SGPN. That's B-E-T-T-O-R fantasy.com SGPN. Have you heard about Prize Picks? Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love this and I know you will too. PrizePix has the best NBA DFS prop game on the market, and PrizePix offers more NBA props than any other DFS prop operator and offers all the superstar players as well as bench players who only play a handful of games off the bench in every single game. PrizePix offers props that you can think of from yardage to touchdowns, even interceptions thrown. Tonight, Wednesday night in the NBA, I am taking Malcolm Brogdon against the Detroit Pistons to make more than two three-point shots against the Detroit Pistons. And I'm also going to be taking, let's see here, Kyle Kuzma to grab eight or more rebounds against the Charlotte Hornets tonight. And those two entries for those two projections to get over my $20 entry were turned into $60 if both of those cash for me and get above their projection so guys it's really fun you guys need to check out uh, price picks they have so many different prop betting options um, from points rebounds assists three-point shots they also have nfl they have college basketball they have college football hockey mma tennis so make sure to head over to price picks to check them out uh, price picks allows like i said allows mixed sports entries you can take the over for like i said for bradley bill tonight you could take an under on another player that's playing in another sport like college football tonight and even hockey use the award-winning app on both the app store and google play store entries can be made in 60 seconds or less it's really that easy guys price picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals don't hesitate Check out pricepicks.com and use promo code SGP to get your 100% instant deposit match up to $100 or go to your app store and download the app today. Pricepix is daily fantasy made easy. Roster brought to you by SoBet. Since when did sports became, became so rigid? Sports betting is becoming meant to be social. When I picture betting, I picture bootleggers with mustache tossing bets around in a speakeasy. SoBet is taking the social lineage of betting and putting a modern twist on it by providing a modern platform. SoBet is changing the game with their new product. Head over to SoBet.io and create an account to see for yourself. Through their fully functioning and free-to-web application, you can access a demo on their app which will launch next fall. The app includes 
consensus lines from Vegas, a feed of what other people are betting on, and the ability to send friendly wagers to anyone you know via text, QR codes, and links, among other methods. No money is transacted on the app and it's truly competitive. Next time you're with friends watching sports, turn the dial up a notch. Go to SoBet.io and see what who can hit the most ridiculous bets. Users have the ability to place bets off Vegas odds or generate a bet by using any metric they want as long as somebody is on the other side to accept it. Let's get back to the roots of betting with SoBet. Go to SoBet.io. That's SoBet.io to join the revolution. The SGPN app is now live in the App Store and in Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss up toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, coming off of the break, Terrell, let's get into our lock and dog. For tonight's action, I will give you the floor, sir. You are on a heater. Let's keep it going for this Wednesday schedule. What do you got for the people? Um... Uh, feels like feels kind of chalky. Feels kind of whatever, but it. I'm sorry. I'm just this Golden State team is too good. This Philly team is too bad. they Philly is ready to get home. They're ready to get Joel and B back and turn the season around. They're not going to turn the season around tonight. Minus ten and a half lock for the Golden State Warriors. For my dog, uh, you know, sometimes when you're hot, you're just hot, and you know, you just got to ride the hot hand. I said it, you know, earlier on in the week. I'm going to fall through with it and, you know, commit to it. My dog, the Cleveland Cavaliers, plus 245 money line. All right. The streak ends, the streak ends tonight. So when you're hot, you're hot. You got you to gotta trust yourself and you got to lean on yourself. There you go. Um, because, because my lock was so chalky, I'm going to give a bonus lock here. Okay. Uh, let's bonus lock. Maybe I'm feeling my and just feeling myself because I'm on a heater. Um, I, I feel like I know where you're gonna go, but go ahead. Oh no, really? I don't know. I thought I was a little bit back and forth on this game, but I'm going the Toronto Raptors plus three. Okay, that's gonna be my uh, dog. But uh, oh, shit. yeah, no, okay, we got we got a double dog. No worries. <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah. That's let me that's let me give my picks, and then if you have another one, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, let's do that. Let's, let's do, do it. All right. So for my lock, I am going to continue to fade this Rockets team, man. Chicago Bulls coming into town um, off an embarrassing loss against the Pacers. I think they're going to roll here. I think this this is just going to be too much offense for the Rockets to keep up with. I mean, this Rockets team, they cannot score the basketball right now. They can't, they can't even get to 100 points, which is kind of sad. Um, and this Chicago Bulls team, 6-3 and three on the road so far this season. Uh, I believe they're going to beat up on this, uh, this Rockets team tonight. They actually lost that game by 31 did the Chicago Bulls against the Pacers. So they're going to be pissed off. Those coming in here, I think they're going to roll. Should be a 20-point win probably for the uh, Chicago Bulls. Um, For my dog, yeah, like Terrell just said, I got to go with this Raptors team, plus the three, plus 130 on the money line. Um, Defense travels, like Terrell said, and I agreed with that. You know, this um, Raptors team, great defensive team. They can shoot the three ball. Memphis does not defend the three, uh, three-point line very well. So we should see points scored by the uh, Raptors tonight in this game. Uh, Terrell, you got a bonus lock? Yeah, let's go with the Brooklyn Nets. Okay. just Brooklyn Nets, I think Cam Thomas has a day. I think Cam Thomas is really going to be the X Factor coming off the bench, and he's going to be some really, really well-needed scoring while um, their guys are getting some rest, uh, especially if they uh, pair him with James Harden on the court. 
Yeah. James Harden's able to help him get some easier looks. So yeah, I'm I'm I think this is a Cam Thomas day. I'm fating this uh Boston Celtics team. So bonus lock up the Brooklyn Nets on this big ass slate. Yeah, I love it, man. This is gonna be a lot of fun tonight. Um I'll give you a bonus lock too, and I think this is the one <laughs> sorry, the one game. We had the most of disagreement, but it does come with an asterisk, which means wait for the injury report. And I got to go with Miami Heat here. Um, I don't know, man. This either I'm falling for the trap here, or I think that either Miami's going to blow them out. But we'll see. I'm going to wait for the injury report. Hopefully, these guys are able to go. So I'm going to take Miami money line minus 105 as a bonus lock. That will. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I feel like I am falling for the trap, though. So you know, take that with a grain of salt. Uh, that'll bring us to the end of the slate here. 13 games on the schedule, uh, night off tomorrow for the NBA. So that's why we have so many games, but, um, definitely excited for all these games tonight. We have some great matchups here. So definitely we'll be looking forward to watching a lot of these games. Uh, Terrell, uh, any final thoughts and then let the people know where they can find you, man. Um, I mean, they already know at really real underscore underscore on Twitter and Instagram, uh, leave us a five star review, man. Yeah, like, please. I've been giving out, I've been getting out some heat, yo. Like, if you do anything, leave us a five star review. Uh, drop it down there. Um, get the podcast some more love. You know, we get our sponsors that way. Everything like that. So please plug us in like that. That's the plug. Uh, any more thoughts on the slate? Um, thirty one to one, Josh Giddy, triple double. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We like that. We like that. Um. I told you I like Philly to win the first quarter and the Warriors uh, to win on the money line. I went ahead and added that in the same game parlay with okay. the uh, the over. You said the first, first quarter. quarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh that was almost seven to one. Ooh, it was like six eighty something like that. So it was almost seven to one. So that was really juicy. Um, dog, we gonna see a triple double tonight. Somebody gonna somebody gonna have another one. So um, you can look at just look around, look where you can find find uh, some value, have some fun with triple double props today. Look at you know who's playing these positions terribly. Like somebody's this is a big slate, and it's going to be some triple doubles tonight. And you might actually, if you play your cards right, you might be able to play, uh, play a triple double parlay and hit on it. It's, it's a lot of opportunity out here tonight. It really is, and I might actually make one later and drop it in the Slack. So make sure you hop in there, SGPN. Uh, sg.pn slash slack yep yeah so make sure to get into our slack channel guys like Terrell said a lot of fun in all the different channels NBA NFL I mean I'm not going to name we got so many different channels so it's definitely a lot of fun with all the guys uh, and uh, gals that we have in the slack channel uh, like Terrell said please leave us a rating and review uh, it really helps us out like uh, like he said you know getting sponsors and keeping sponsors so that makes the sh- uh, show keep going make sure to follow the Twitter account SGPNNBA on Twitter that's at SGPNNBA uh, as soon as the pods are released uh, on our mothership uh, Twitter account I usually do my best to tweet it uh, retweet it from there so um, definitely follow that account follow me at sportsnerd824 college basketball is well underway college football is kind of wrapping up here so so many different sports going on i know we have thanksgiving tomorrow so thank you guys um for listening um you know i think it's a good time to thank our listeners uh, as thanksgiving is tomorrow for for the support and the reviews and then you know helping the show grow so thank you guys so much enjoy your thanksgiving weekend 
Uh, we will be, or I will be back Friday, um, probably with Scott uh, to break down the NBA schedule. So the work does not stop for the NBA gambling podcast. So uh, with that being said, guys, good luck with your bets tonight. Uh, let's break these books off. Like I said, we'll be back Friday and look out for the propcast for tonight. Also, we'll be dropping that shortly after this pod. So good luck tonight and let it ride. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm going to.